Welcome to the Macomb Israel Teacher's Lounge podcast, where we connect students and listeners to what's happening in Israel and give you insight behind the headlines. I am your host, Michael Unterberg, today with Alan Goldman and producer Matt Lippman. Let's start with Matt. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you, Michael. And Alan, listeners have probably noticed that you're, you haven't been uh, around for the last few episodes, uh, and that's because you're stepping down as co-host. Which I'm assuming is also, uh, you'll still be a guest from time to time, yeah? Yeah, sure, of course. By the way, you didn't uh, start the episode with and co-host Alan Goldman. My last I one. didn't because it's not. Yeah. It's not. Uh, what can I say? I thought I mean, this was I my assume... last one, so I'm co-host until. Oh, you are co-hosting this episode. Okay, great. So you're <laughs> the co-host. Until this over. <laughs> oh, I already thought you were my guest. I need for my resume. <laughs> non And Alan's basically. Elect. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Co-host Emeritus. And I think that there, yeah. there are basically two reasons Alan's doing this. One of them is he needs to focus on his PhD. And the other is he finally yes. got sick of working with us, which means he's got a very good uh, taste and judgment. I, I'm not sick of working with you. I, I will, will admit I'm a little bit tired of the, of the Israel situation. I'll be honest. It's been a frustrating be couple of years. It's been a frustrating couple of years. It seems like we're just going around and around in the same, in the same conversation, with the same yeah. issues coming up um, between again, not not due to us, due to the state of the country, the stalemate that I feel like we're in as a country. Yeah. Um, so that's that's I must say that 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 has been a bit tiring also. Well, this but will general, teach BB a lesson. But as my wife says, you know, I, I don't usually make it in a thing for more than like five years or so. And I think we're coming up <laughs> five years. Like I have to change like every five years. I get, mm-hmm. I, I always have, have to reinvent the world. For Alan? Or, well, that, <laughs> Hashem, it's not relationships. It's, it's jobs. <laughs> 20, 28 years going on 29. Thank God. No, relationships wow. are for life. Yeah. 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 So, and, and I've also kept my same, same children. So that's also good. <laughs> well They're <done>. very lucky. <laughs> and friends. No, li- God, thank God also friends. You know, you guys listen, are, we don't have know. hundreds and hundreds of subscribers, but we do have dozens of subscribers who listen to us every week. And a podcast yes. relationship is uh, – it becomes kind of personal. Like these people become people in your life. So I wanted before we even start uh, the episode yeah. to acknowledge the changing role. Well, I think it matters to way, people. By the way, a couple hundred who listen to us every week. Yeah. So – so, right. I just mean okay. – right. So yeah, – yeah. so, but I think that matters, and I think uh, you know it's it's uh, uh, on a personal level. Obviously, we're still friends, but uh, you know, for the podcast, it, it is a challenge going on, and we'll have to yeah. adapt, and you know, and we'll see how things go from here. Yeah. But uh, I'm still on the, to, a team. I'm still on the team. I'm just not. Uh, yeah, and you'll come in. You'll come into as a as a commenter, but uh, it, yeah. it, it's it's it, we've built together a system of how we do things, and it's going to be yeah. difficult to. To change modes, but uh, we'll, 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 you know, I, I totally, obviously, we uh, respect your decision and salute your pursuits. I've even yeah. uh, gotten a little insight into what you're studying, and it's deeply yeah. uh, interesting and powerful stuff. So, uh, would you explain just very briefly before we get to our topic what what your PhD is going to be in? Uh, well, I'm studying. I'm now I'm taking courses at. Uh, Gratz College, um, which is in Philadelphia, which many people don't know, the Gratz is the oldest um, Jewish college in America. It's uh, it started as a teacher's college, uh, 100, I think it's 125 years now, back into the 19th century, 
um, and they they also got very on, got very uh, early on uh, into um, real online education, not like oh my god, pandemic Zoom has to happen. So they have a hybrid between um, asynchronous learning and and um, and residency in the summer in the summers for uh, a Holocaust and genocide uh, studies program. Um, actually, now it's been incorporated into a center for Holocaust, genocide, and human rights uh, studies, or something like that. I know as universities do these things. Um, and so I'm learning about. Uh, mostly, I'm focusing on uh, obviously Holocaust and uh, history and not uh, what have you. So yeah, That's um, important work. Yeah. All right. Uh, well. It's a, Part of our Mishola Tkuma, right? From Holocaust yeah. to the creation of the state of Israel, those are that those are the monumental changes in the last two thousand years of Jewish existence. So Yeah. Yeah. The twentieth century was a major watershed in Jewish history and those yeah. are the two big yeah. Biblical biblical in proportion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although you could argue emancipation, whatever, we could argue different things have big roles, but that's a different uh, that's a different podcast episode today, and we don't usually go yeah. this long without discussing our topic, but I wanted to yeah. acknowledge that up front. Uh, we want to talk about the uh, – there are really two big issues in the news. We're taking one. One of them is the ICC uh, court, which I guess we'll do in coming weeks. And the other is this conversion oh. brouhaha. Third. There's a third also, a third is the Iran. I mean, we're in like, you know. Yeah. Uh, America's Iran also tanker, in that boat with Iran. You know? Yeah, I know, but I'm with you that's on getting bored and talking uh, about the same thing over and over. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. an unfortunate. That's an unfortunate pun that you chose there, Mike. How's that? In the same boat. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Iran's poking at us. No, but Iran's yeah. also poking at the states. Iran's been yeah. poking at a lot of countries, and they're getting pushed back. So we'll see. You know, obviously that's something to keep your eye on, but. Uh, but the, the the thing that is getting so much attention this week, and it's from a number of incidents, the first one is that the Supreme Court uh, ruled this week that Israel has to recognize reform and conservative conversions performed out of the state of Israel with regard no, no. to the... In the state of Israel. No, in the state of with Israel. With regard that's to the, the law of return. That's the Hiddish. In the state of Israel. That's the Hiddish. That's the thing. The state always has, for many years, recognized yeah. reform and conservative conversions out of the state of Israel. Yeah. Now the Bagats, the Supreme Court, has recognized those performed in the state of Israel. But who's performing them in Israel? The reform and conservative the movements in Israel. Oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, I totally missed that part of the story. <laughs> yeah, so they have to, that's the, that's, the, that's the whole big thing, because they've always, they've they, not always, but for many years now, they've already had to. So... So then the Reform and Conservative Movement were performing conversions in Israel. They were not recognized because only Orthodox conversions are recognized in Israel for to be registered as Jews, like others. But, uh, but they wanted them to be recognized uh, for the law of return, meaning you're how many, someone who's... How many, how many people in Israel are performing those conversions and using the law of return? Do, dozens. I mean, there are, I think there are 15 people in the, in the case. Oh, really? Right, but that, that, yeah. there's... A number, but not like it's, we're not talking about tens of thousands of people. It's not like right. the Russian Aliyah, right. uh, where we were dealing with literally hundreds of thousands of people whose halachic status was being questioned. Well, that, that's part There's of the tens. That's part of the political like uh, bombshell here is that if they're starting, if they'll recognize those as 
as Israeli citizens, so you could have a much greater uh, amount of people who are going for Kilu conversion um, in Israel uh, because not of that. Non-Orthodox yeah. means, and also it, it sort of rec- begins a recognition of the Reform and Conservative mm-hmm. movements as being legitimate in the eye of the of the law, which is something right. which has not always been the case. Yeah, but since um, the Israeli rabbit is still in charge of things like weddings, they're not going to be they're not going to be able to marry Jewish people in an Israeli wedding. So they're still yeah, going it's a to step, have it's that's a stepping going to be a big now. challenge. Yeah, but and it's a stepping, stepping stone. stone. Yeah, it's one right that there's you know each thing is a different stage of recognition and legitimacy, right? First for funds and. So. Right, but it's still to the benefit of the person if they want to convert to get an Orthodox conversion so that not only by the law of return they're recognized as Jewish, but also by the Israeli rabbinate for marriage. And then, so then, okay, so then why, yeah, why but they, are... But, they don't, but they, again, that's, again that, that's a fight they're still they're battling. So hopefully right. they're going to, right, they wanna, they, they're battling to get their weddings recognized and all those things too, right? So you don't, you know, I'm saying it's one battle after another. But okay, what the Bagat said, what the Supreme Court said, is that they're not dealing at the moment with halachic issues. They're dealing right. with issues so, of legitimacy in terms of being, I don't know if this is the right way to say it, but like being Jewish enough, as it were, to be considered for Aliyah. I don't, that's not the right word, but that, that, so, that's the kind of thing we're talking about. Well, it's so, just uh, making so, the standard the same across the world. If Israel was an exception, it no longer is. You can, for exactly. the law of return... If you're Jewish enough at the law of return, you're Jewish enough at the law of return, no matter where you're, where where that happens. Exactly. Exactly. That, but it's different for, for marriage, at least as far as the state of Israel is concerned. So I, I, I want to put it in this perspective, because this is a way I think. I, Moshe Gafni gave, you know, like many other uh, Knesset members, and he and the Knesset members of the leading in the in the uh, United Torah Judaism, right, the, the, the Ashkenazi Ultra-Orthodox Party. Ashkenazi, right, Ultra-Orthodox Ashkenazi Party. So he gave an interview, and I, I think this really gets to the core of and, and the, the problem and what's going on. So he said, convert, conservative, in, this is from the Times of Israel, conversion into Judaism is not a national matter, and conversion is not a civil matter. It's a topic where one can just come over and make a rule... It, is not a topic where one can just come over and make a ruling on it, especially not in a court of those who don't understand the matter at all. And he says, when asked by the interview whether conversion into Judaism is a political matter, Gaffney told us it's a religious matter, not political. So here's the here's what I think. I mean, to me, what's the, it's essentially what's happening in the, in the Jewish people is identity conflict within the Jewish people ourselves. It's identity conflict because there are many different um, avenues into Jewish identity, mm-hmm. because Jews are not just one thing or another, right? Jews are multiple. We are, we have we have a religious aspect, we have a national aspect, we have a, if you want to call it peoplehood, we have um, an ethnic, we have cultural aspects, and there's different, many different avenues into those I- into your Jewish identity, right? And and then you have Israeli identity, and those two things are not synonymous, but they overlap. Where the problem comes is that there's no way into being considered a Jew without a religious um, ceremony, which we call conversion. So now that there's like this point of conflict, what happens? Because you have uh, someone ha- someone wants to grab onto a national identity, which is expressed or a, or a civil identity, meaning as a citizen of the state of Israel, 
and they want to get the benefits of having an easy process in that, maybe automatic. Yeah. yeah, meaning automatic, which is a national political process. But the oh, only way wait, really, wait, wait, wait. Can I just stop you for a second? No, is let it me just they, finish. And then, let, and then they, but I'm just saying that the, 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 the only way into that process, really, in, in an automatic way, is to be considered a Jew. But there's no civil or political way to become a Jew. There's only a conversion, there's only a religious way to become a Jew. Not for the last so, 2,000 right, years. That's, okay, right. And so that, that's where that conflict comes into account. Now, of course, many of those people who want to become Israeli also want to be, be a Jew. It's not that they just only want that. So, you know what I'm saying? But, but that's where that conflict comes in. Because well, if, if they want to be Israeli and they don't... They, they, okay, I think the people we're talking about are people who want to be Jews. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And but I also, saying, I just wanted to push but, back a little. I don't think you meant yeah. it when you said that they want an easier way to do it. It's not necessarily that they want an easier way to do it. It's that they don't necessarily agree with the Orthodox... If they're not an Orthodox Jew... No, no, I didn't say that an easy way to become a Jew. An easier way to become an Israeli. It's very difficult to become an Israeli if you're not a Jew. If you don't I, have I Jews, the Jews, but I don't uh, under the, I, uh, the uh, return, uh, return, right? So if I want to be Israeli, right? I want to become Israeli, right? So I, of course I want to be a Jew. So, but but so right. I, I get a, I get my conservative. I get my because I want to be a conservative Jew. So I get I, I convert right. as a conservative Jew, right? Yeah. But now how do I become Israeli? I can only become Israeli if I'm recognized uh, as, as a law Jew. Of return as a Jew, which right. is a religious definition. It is not only a religious, and, and certainly right. by the law of return, it is not a religious yeah. definition. I, I understand. I'm saying, but uh, but the only way I can become a Jew if I the don't if I, if I don't have about. genealogical connection to Jew is through a religious def, de, redefinition. Well, I would I put am. it. I would put it this way: If you look at other yeah. countries, you can become a citizen through a process of naturalization. Because we've been a nation in diaspora and exile, the only thing that's been holding us together, we've been holding on to our culture and our language, even when we were out and connected to our land, by using our culture as the as the way to keep that identity. And so we came but, up. But since our religious culture is culture. the religion. Ju- I understand. Yeah. Since our culture is the religion Judaism, it came up with a system that you could naturalize and join the Jewish nation. That has always been the case. The rabbis based the idea of conversion. On Ruth, she is the paradigmatic convert right. who says to your her mother-in-law, Your nation right. is my nation, your God is my God, and she says it in that order because right. that's what being a Jew is. Now, whether you're saying entry point, whether Jews self-perceive themselves that way or not, that's an interesting question. We, we, we all can decide how to define our own personal identities. But traditionally, for... 3,000 years, we've defined ourselves as, uh, as a nation with very rare exceptions. And, and it's a nation, the, our national narrative was we're a nation with a particular religion, with a particular set of rules in that religion. And so you can still join the nation, although we warn converts by tradition. In the religion, we say, you don't, religiously, you're putting yourself in a difficult situation because you're going to have a lot more commandments. And also, our right. nation suffers oppression. Are you sure you want to be a member of our nation? That's part of the discussion with every... But it's right. Absolutely. But it's all in so the religious under- context. So Gaffney, from the ultra-Orthodox perspective, is one of those people who sees it primarily through the lens of religion. And therefore, he doesn't right. recognize the Supreme Court as having anything valuable right. to say be- in the conversation. Be- Right, because 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 of Israel, because of Israel is a secular state, right? That's why Gaffney right. sees it that way. 
Meaning, right. Goffley would agree. Uh, Goffley would agree with what you're. I, I no, believe he, he would. Well, let's say the Federation. Let's say it was the Federation of the United States. Let's say it was the Federation of the United States, and they said we're accepting yeah. Jewish members. Gaffney would say, or by the way, reformer conservative uh, synagogues or rabbis who Gaffney says, you're not part of the conversation because you're not what I def- how I define the religion. No, it's yes, not just because correct. it's Israel. It's all those things that Gaffney doesn't recognize as relevant because his self-definition as a Jew is as a member of a religious covenant through what he considers to be the way you interpret that covenant. No, and therefore well, my everybody. Point. No, my point with God. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just. I'm he just would agree not. that he would agree that the Jewish people are a nation. Yeah, I think he would. He he. I absolutely would agree for that. But because of the the secular nature of the state, right? So he rejects that Israel is a representative of the Jewish nation. Yeah, right. I don't know if he would or wouldn't, uh, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, no, I think because <laughs> I think that, that I think that that's at the core of the Haredi uh, Haredi understanding of. Uh, of the state of Israel is it secular I'm not so state sure it's that defined. I think I think you could look when 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 Israel went to rescue the hostages at Entebbe because they were Jewish. Yeah, there were no Haredim in Israel saying, "How dare you? You don't represent the no, Jews." No, of course they do. Of course they. Uh, uh, so it's, no, of it's course all they of do. this stuff. We wh- what do we do? When, is I'm te- talking when we're talking about legal. When I'm talking about when we're talking about it from a legal from no, a legal we, perspective. And and, right. the, and, what, and the and the uh, and the power of the Israeli. Legal system to um, to legislate for what is Jewish peoplehood or Jewish nation or who is a Jew, right? Because that's what because he goes back to. Right, because he goes back to the nineteen seventies. who is a Jew. He recognizes authority of Jewish law over of the his vision of secular law. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so he recognizes the, the, that authority, not the authority of the Supreme Court to, in this particular issue. Which does is he recognize? He, he feels way, comfortable does, coming out and saying things like, "Well, I don't care." Like. You've got nonsense about this. Right. By the does way, he doesn't he rec- recognize other Orthodox oh, either, right? He doesn't recognize, he doesn't recognize other Orthodox. He doesn't recognize conservative. In other words, the distinction isn't religious secular. The distinction is it's my definition of how I perceive Orthodoxy. He would certainly agree that uh, other Orthodox institutions that he wouldn't accept their conversion are religious organizations in the States. He doesn't think they're political right. or secular. I don't think he would say that conservative Judaism is secular. He understands it's a religious movement that he thinks is problematic. So it's not... Right. Uh, I all think those distinctions that. I matter. think he would say it's a religious movement that is not a Jewish religious movement. I well, think somebody stupid. like... That's I, stupid I think something. I, I, it's not my language, but I'm saying I, I think I that they, to recognize that as being part of the Jewish. I don't think they would say or, that. Or at least legitimate Jewish. Jewish. He might call it a Jewish, Jewish heresy, but he would say it's not Jewish. Jewish. It's a it's a corruption of Judaism. That's what. Okay, they, fine. He would yeah. say. But it's still yeah. Yeah, it's illegitimate Jewish. In his eyes, it's problematic yeah. because it is Jewish, as are many forms of orthodoxy or many, or, or reform right. or anything other than his vision, and a few other in his camp. That's part of what. Uh, listen, I, I'm not positive that there there aren't examples of that, not only throughout orthodoxy, of that sort of it's, you know, I, I only recognize my way as legitimate. I'm not so sure you don't find conservative or reformer others who say we have the legitimate way. And we have to live with and have a degree of tolerance towards the other movements. But I think they're really wrong. I think they're really wrong. I, I think, think that I'm... I, is wrong. I'm, and so, I'm, and so, I'm, yeah. No, I, I do. I think that that I, mean, I, I really do believe it goes back into our confusion—not confusion, but our our sort of struggles with the identity of the modern Jew. 
um, and really what 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 is a Jew and how that interacts and how that expresses itself in modern in modern society and with the modern state of Israel and, and I, how I, we define I, that. I think you're right. I just think it's 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 both. I, I I think as teachers, when we try to create clarity at, with clear categories, life is actually a whole bunch messier. In other words, I don't Absolutely. think I don't I don't think he would say that the rise of the state of Israel has nothing to do with Jewish history or the Jewish nation nationality, or even that it has no effect whatsoever on the Jewish religion. He's just saying my mode is the only mode that works and sustains. It's not that other things aren't happening on the outside. It's just that when it comes to decisions like this, you are not relevant. You are not relevant to the conversation. My mode of what I consider orthodox halachic decision-making is the only unit of preservation of Jewish nationality, character, identity, all those things. So, we are the arbiters. I, I, think it's more than, I, I think it's more than relevant. We are the only legitimate expression of... Uh, Jewish of culture, Jewish, of Jewish culture, of Jewish religion, and Jew, uh, and ultimately, I would think you would say of Jewish nationality. I do, I do. I think this is that that, that those are not those are not separate. When you, right. when you look into the into right, those are not separate. That that separation comes with a more secular outlook. That there's a I distinction between a religious and a and a national. He's, he's saying I don't recognize the Supreme Court's right to patrol the boundary. Only my camp can control can yeah. control the boundary, uh, and so therefore I don't uh, recognize it. And the problem is, yeah. Now explain uh, to me the why they're is that Israel's not come up with. Well, uh, Israel has not come up with a way, or I don't know if it's Israel. We have not come up with a way for someone to become a Jew outside of a religious ceremony. But this is why, Quite because honestly. we have competing visions and competing that, perspectives yes. on what that process should look like, yes. which is one of the central Absolutely. reasons, not only about conversion, but religion state issues, why we can't make a constitution, because we don't know how to move forward. Something's going exactly. to have to give at some point. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting you bring that up, Alan, because one of the um, one of the pushes that some groups within Israel have is they want some form of civil marriage, right? There's no civil marriage, which is recognized by the state, Right. right. But that's something that well, people foreign are civil marriages, for. but there's no state civil marriage. Right. Okay. Within Israel. So, but it's interesting. I haven't heard anybody suggesting there should be a civil conversion. I don't even know what that would be. But it's an interest. I'd never considered it before that for marriage, yeah. where people are campaigning for civil marriage, but there's no civil. Right. But that's naturalization as an Israeli, not as a Jew. Right. Well, to a certain extent, exactly. historically. Look, that's, that's an interesting question. I don't want to pull out my Jewish history hat too long because this is a Israel, modern Israel podcast. <laughs> but there's an interesting question how a person like Herod was Jewish. Uh, uh, right. You know, the, the, in, in, in the Hasmonean times during the Second Temple, when the Hasmoneans had power, they started swallowing right. up their neighboring areas, the Idumeans, the Iturians, other cultures. And those cultures became Judean. And as yeah. Judeans, they became part of Judean culture and society, and they more or less uh, lived I mean, by Judean further, culture. No? You go back further. You go back further well, to the Givonim in the in the Tanakh, right? That's really complicated, and I don't want to go to that. But 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 but, yeah. but <laughs> the, the 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 interesting thing was Judean didn't mean exactly what we mean by Jewish. In other words, we often there were yeah. there were like. Modern historians refer to that as the forced conversion of the Idumeans. And, and there's a right. professor, um, 
Shia Cohen, who said that's really not necessarily what it was. In other words, swallowing up this culture and having them join the culture wouldn't necessarily have been seen as forced conversion at that time because it, it's not exactly conversion. You know, in other words, it, conversion it, it, is an it, that by looking at that way is an anachronism. It's somewhat anachronistic from our perspective. It's somewhat anachronistic. You're joining our people. We're becoming one people. So of course we blend. Of course there's a cultural blend. So of course now you're you're not going to eat pig anymore because in this country we don't eat pig. Or I don't know. I don't know what examples that would be. Or you know you're not going to go shopping on the Sabbath because the stores are closed. So so you've now become. But there wasn't necessarily. What you know, this rabbinic process that we think of, so that when Herod literally becomes king of Judea, I, I don't, I don't know what that meant. It was a much more uh, uh, porous. It's unclear memory. if he's Jewish, right? Well, from a modern perspective, it was correct. Yeah. But from, but at his time, he's the king of the Jews, and he lives, uh, he, he lives, and he interacts, right. and he runs. They, they became part. They became woven into the culture because the definitions weren't as separated. And one of the things diaspora did was it made those distinctions very sharp, which means becoming a nation again has made it fuzzy once again, has made, have, has made this difficult. And those ancient categories or uh, uh, the modern categories didn't exist in antiquity. And so we don't necessarily even have the history way, of, it's one of, of, the- of legal language to address it. Right. I mean, it's one of the arguments I've heard in the conservative movement in terms of any about conversion, because, you know, when 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 does the conversion process we have even really begin? Yeah. Um, which is also unclear is what you're saying. Um, right. It's I mean, the a, biblical the biblical language recognizes quasi Jews and resident aliens. Right. Gertosh, right. People who right. live in the country who aren't Jewish, but are part of the society. Correct. And those have prescribed roles. Okay, uh, the attempt to, to to get that there is no one to one correlation, although the issues are the issues of the, are the same of a majority population in an ethno state and a minority population. But our modern categories are so different that we can't necessarily turn to precedent to resolve these conflicts. Uh, I would also throw one more problem about our modern our modern age, which is I don't know if it's a problem or it's a good thing, but we have different, let's say, moral uh, or ethical standards, meaning Correct. we. We, we don't think that someone who's a minority ethnicity <coughs> should be have lesser rights than the majority. And that's we'll be serving right. the people that have more rights and things like that. Right. We've we've elevated so, the, the we've elevated the concept of citizenship to a higher degree where it means also being right. somehow an equal in terms of all sorts of ways. So it's right. these new categories. We didn't have to work through them. I, I you're, yeah, yeah, that's that's. That's yes and what you're saying. It's yes yeah, and. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's, so why, uh, why, why is the Haredi member of Knesset complaining about the army conversion process and calling a woman converted by the army a shiksa? Which he, he, rec- he recanted. He did recant. He recanted the word. He said he apologized the word. Oh, for the, the word. word, the word, the word, the word. Because so you can't recant the word, but you can re- apologize I mean, whatever. for he, he apologized. He apologized for using that term, which is a terrible term. Uh, I mean, uh, for, first of all, I think we're all very shook by the different visuals that are being used, like uh, as Matt has like pointed the out. Canty, the the, the campaign, campaign commercial from the U2J showing dogs wearing kippot, yeah. prayer shawls, yeah, yeah. and tefillin, yeah. and saying, oh, yeah. look at who the Supreme Court thinks is Jewish. You better vote for right. the Haredi party. I think that that is... a offensive commercial. 
it's gallingly offensive. Also, I just, you know, all, in about a six, I just keep thinking about six weeks' time, uh, a lot of these uh, so-called rabbis are going to stand up from the pulpits and talk about Sinat Chinam and the, and the pandemic that brought about the dis- destruction of Rabbi Akiva's uh, uh, students because of, because of, uh, sorry, uh, senseless hatred and not, yeah. and, not, and not dealing with respect one to another. Um, and here we are. We're, we, we're, it's just in the midst of a pandemic. Again, I'm not making causal uh, claims here, but um, you know, an actual, in a, yeah, real an actual pandemic that we can't act respectfully towards one another within disagreement has me. I'm sorry, um, up at well, night. To me, it, it, to it me may, what it, causes it, me real pain is is their lack of pain. What, yeah. In other words, if you can joke about this. Yeah. With a cute commercial with dogs and say, oh, look at the Supreme Court. I don't understand. This doesn't hurt you to have to complain about. You're not in pain that you're having a fight with your fellow na- nation, national. You're not having a fight with your fellow Jew. It doesn't cause you so much pain. How are you being making light of it? How is it funny? Huh. This, uh, is, it, this is a terrible situation that we're not getting along on this real issue and real human <laughs> lives. There are real people in real pain caught yeah. in the middle. You know, their lives put on hold or their lives going through suffering. There's nothing funny about this. No. This if, is serious as a heart attack. Yeah. So the, their ability to make a funny commercial is so deeply hurtful. Uh, it just breaks my heart that that's, that that's mm-hmm. where – and that these are people who claim to be representing the ideals of Torah – yeah. All of whose ways are peaceful and pleasant, as we sing when we take out when we you know when yeah. we take out the Torah. The like Torah. that's that's this is peaceful, pleasant. This is this is you showing all Jews that the Torah is for everyone. That the Torah is beautiful. That the Torah unites us. It's just it's just so painful. But but it's, but I'm I'm. It's it's, 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 it's mourning over the over the destruction right. of the temple for me. Meaning, in other words, that that is what when we talk about the destruction of the temples because we yeah. we. Couldn't this is destroying the temple. Was, You're just destroying, destroying the temple. I, I hate to make a semantic point, but maybe it is semantics. Maybe you'll tell me it's not semantics. But when you say that um, it's so hurtful that they are criticizing other Jews like that, right? Yeah. I, I don't think they see them as Jews. That, you're wrong. That, that was the point. That was no, the point wrong. I was trying to make before. No, you're wrong. I, don't think I know I you're wrong. No, you're wrong. They, what do you mean? If they I mean, see Jews, they that see them as they're talking as, about uh, Jews. They understand yeah. what a Jew is. People whose mother right. is Jewish is a Jew. Finished. Yes, but someone who is a Reformed convert, they do not see as a Jew. I understand, but they're not right. picking on the Reformed convert. They don't, they're, they're picking on the Supreme Court of the State of Israel and Which, the Israeli decision, government. What was the Supreme Court of Israel's decision? Was to accept Reformed uh, conversion. I think they see them as, go back to that same, they see them as illegitimate Jews. They see them as illegitimate Jews. Okay, so once you put the word illegitimate and in, wrong. then you're saying that you're not really fully fledged. No. They're, yeah, no, they definitely see them. You're wrong. Uh, they, I'm they, not. If they, they do don't Shuba, see Reform converts as Jews. That commercial isn't making fun of Reform converts. It's making fun of the Supreme Court of the State of Israel and the political world that backs them up, and all of secular Israel and all Israeli law and all Israeli society. And people yes, who think that the Supreme that Court should have a vote, I understand. Okay. What prompted the so, commercial was the was the Supreme Court's decision. And their, and their assumption right. but, that they're going to trigger an innate racism among other Jews who are going to reject it and sympathize with how stupid the Supreme Court is that they think a dog is a Jew. And the commercial makes jokes. Look at this guy with his tefillin on. Is he Jewish? Sure, his grandfather was a rabbi. Of course he's Jewish. Grandmother, by the way, this, I think was the word. 
I don't think so, but does this matter? The point but, is... Well, it does, because it speaks to, again, the movement whatever. to allow women rabbis. That's, that's where it's coming from. You, you're way overthinking this. It's a much simpler thing than that. It's saying, look how stupid the Supreme Court is and why we should ignore them, and you should leave us in charge. The point of the commercial is not, let's laugh at reform converts. The point of the commercial is, we are the people protecting you from the bad decisions of the Supreme Court. It's between us and the Supreme Court. That's the bar hockey. That's the, that's the opposing which force. In, which includes these decisions. Yes, specifically about this decision. Correct. And their that's enemy, the, that's the problem. Their enemy are Jews. They're mad at Jews. They're yelling at Jews. They're complaining about Jews. Hey, Jews like me, help me protect you from Jews like them because they're terrible. They're morons. They think dogs are Jews. They're such garbage. So we are the people standing between you Jews, the good ones, and the bad Jews. Now, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not taking away – it's a democracy. There are people whose approaches I'm going to disagree with who have the right to articulate and fight for what they believe. That's a democracy. But you don't have to do it like a I, jerk. That's my point. You're having a you fight with the Supreme to, Court? So say it breaks my heart. These are people dedicating their lives. To, you don't have to denigrate to people. You don't have to denigrate these, people. You don't have to. These are people, I recognize their greatness. These are people who have dedicated their lives to law and order in the state of Israel to make this a better, more fair country for everyone. And I recognize their contribution. However, it is my belief, and, and, my, and I'm speaking for my segment of society, that they cannot speak on this issue, that they are not qualified, because this is an essential religious issue. And from my perspective, that comes to a core halachic issue that affects identity, which could, from my perspective, create a problem of intermarriage. I mean, this is a serious issue. I wouldn't even argue about it. I don't go jumping up and down about every issue. I disagree. But this one really affects me and my people. And so I have to fight. And I have to fight politically strong. But it's a fight between family with love. But I have to fight strongly here. That's a commercial. Okay. People would look at him and go, you know, I disagree. But I, I see what the Torah does. It brings a, d a degree of respect and seriousness. I see what learning Torah does. I, I'm not a Torah person necessarily, but I see that at least that camp, they take their values for real. It's a little bit like when people were met, when Zaka, when the suicide bombings were going on, there was an op-ed by, by a person who was always railing against an Israeli, railing against the Israeli establishment. And he, he was there in the aftermath of a bombing in Jerusalem. And he saw these Haredi guys going into the cracks between the walls to take out Nebuch, the human remains, because they wanted to treat it with dignity. And he said, that was the first time I realized, oh, these guys really believe this. They're not trolls just trying to make my yeah. life miserable. These are deeply passionate people. Because I would never do right. that. I'd turn on a hose. Because why would I want to? But these guys are spending hours and hours in this difficult, difficult work. These are true believers. And, and, and those, some of those beliefs are beautiful. Right. And I thought, wow, the way this secular guy who complains about religion is talking, A, I wish he would usually talk this way, and B, I wish the Haredim set an example, and other Orthodox Jews, by the way, I'm not leaving out religious Zionists in Israel, right. I wish they set that tone and that example. As people who claim to represent Torah, they're obligated to set that tone and that example. That's what breaks my heart. Right. But you, you asked a question, I think, about uh, the team, were you asking? Yeah, yeah, Nativ in the, the army. army. Why is he complaining about Nativ at the army? It's not connected to the Supreme Court decision. Well, that was so a side issue. I've been a little it, out it of it this week. It, it, oh, okay. Tell. So what happened is it just happened to be a con what converge, conver, uh, convergence of conversions. Convergence of convergence of events. It was conversion bumper week. In there the happened to be yeah. There happened to be a conference uh, on Zoom, I guess, about 
about, uh, uh, I guess, conversion, this and that, and that, uh, they were talking about the native um, program in the army. The native program yeah. in the army is that there are many Israeli citizens. Now we're talking about Israeli citizens. We interviewed not, the chief educator there. I'll, I'll link. I'll put a link yeah. to that episode. It's a great episode. Uh, so we did. Um, I did. Oh, uh, was I there? No. You were not. No. You missed that week. Oh. Uh, it was in Ben's so, old studio in his. In, in, oh, in really? Uh, yeah, it's a great episode. Uh, yeah, great. Hashi so, Friedman. Oh, right. Ah, right. And I forgot. Right, right. So, Nativ is an army program to help those who have Israeli citizenship, law of return, because of parent or grandparent, all kinds of different reasons, are in Israel and they're serving in the army, but they're not Jewish. They're not you know, religiously Jewish, right, as we're talking about. Um, to explore their Jewish identity. Um, and then it gives them the option, if they're interested, to continue on within the program and to go through a conversion in the army before an, an Orthodox army um, uh, rabbinical court. And it's a completely Orthodox uh, uh, thing. I was actually involved in it. We sponsored a person to go through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Confirmed by former chief rabbis, like it's not a joke thing. No, it's yeah, it's a it's a completely orthodox. Um, but again, it's 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 the only in Israel only the chief rabbin is able to control conversions. They're mm-hmm. the only ones who have the right to conversion, except for in the army, because the rabbinate in the army is is is, is separate from the chief rabbinate. It has its own uh, rabbinical they structure. They are orthodox, and it's orthodox. And because uh, basically it's a political struggle, it really goes mm-hmm. down into politics, which is over the last three decades, you could say, the Haredi world, the ultra-Orthodox world, has managed to mostly take over the chief rabbinate, which was really, uh, you know, a religious Zionist institution, and mm-hmm. that, that's probably, we should probably, that's a good podcast in and of itself, how that happened and all about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, because the ultra-Orthodox are not really in the army, so the Orthodox, the rabbinic establishment in the army is controlled by religious Zionists. So religious Zionists who have, you know, a different philosophy about conversion, certainly now, certainly about those who serve in the army and those who have Jewish um, genealogical connections and serve in the army and see it as a national issue to for people to be Jewish. That's, you know, ongoing debate between religious Zionism and ultra-Orthodoxy about this Again, these things, the state of Israel, the Jewish nature of the state of Israel and how it should be. And um, so they were able to basically politically create a situation where they um, would be able to do conversions with the army, which would be recognized um, by the government uh, and, and get all the benefits of being a Jew um, uh, you know, a Jew in Israel, such as marrying and uh, all, all the different religious functions that a Jew can do. Um, and so, uh, basically, uh, this ultra-Orthodox uh, rabbi uh, and Knesset member la- lashed out at the Nativ program as being not... Um, not really. Uh, not, he said, "Oh, not a legitimate. girl who came to the army and converted. She has nothing to do with being Jewish." And the woman, right. the other woman on the panel, said, "What do you mean? Her fa- let's say her father's Jewish. She had a Jewish education. She had a Jewish life. And she serves she's, in the Jew- and she serves in the she army. Serves in the she Jewish in the army. Jewish she army. she uh, celebrates Israeli the Jewish army. holidays. What do you mean she has nothing to do with being Jewish?" And he said, "She's a shiksa." Yeah. In other words, because because this process is illegitimate, and it goes over what what one needs to commit to to be convert to convert in terms of religious ritual. 
mm-hmm. right? And that that is, I think, one of the major again in the in the rabbinical quorum. There, I was there. I sat in one. They don't say, oh, you know, they ask the person, are you committing yourself to you know Jewish values and religion and ritual, all these different things? Ask them lots of questions and not only knowledge, but what they're committing themselves to. But then afterwards, whatever the person does, the person does. They're Jewish now, like any other person. Um, but uh, uh, but they don't they 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 let's say they you know are are more um, more open to let a person discover their religious you know actions mm-hmm. the native program and rabbinical court which is which is a legitimate orthodox they try to resolve this ages. problem it's particularly yeah. from the former Soviet Union but from other places people who are yeah. really Israeli living a Jewish life part of the Jewish world and aren't technically Jewish and so they're trying to create a way and, to educate them about what Jewish identity is and then give them right. the opportunity with less, with maybe some fewer right. barriers to joining the Jewish community. And who may not keep Shabbat ultimately mm-hmm. in their life the way an Orthodox person would keep Shabbat, right? Mm-hmm. Again, that, uh, 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 but the, in the Haredi world... Not getting into the weeds of whether that's halachically acceptable or not as a conversion, yeah. it's a whole other... yeah. But but in the Haredi, well, again, certainly the, the rabbinic establishment in the army thinks it is. It's a, it's a legitimate, and the government has recognized that. The, and the, in the Haredi world, basically, it, it, they, it, you have to sign on the dotted line to be a Haredi Jew for the next, until That's you die. That sincere commitment is a sine qua non yeah. for the conversion to work, yeah. Uh, 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 and if you're not, then 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 that then that's not a possibility. It's very very difficult to convert through the rabbinic establishment outside, uh, you know, in there. And so wasn't all of this inevitable after two thousand years of diaspora? Getting our state is like winning a lottery. If you win ten million dollars in a lottery, doesn't your life become much more complicated? You have a I whole mean, I'd, be will, I'd be willing to take. I'd be willing to take the chance. I think everybody would. Because compl- it's worth the complications for that kind of benefit. I mean, America's still trying to figure out what American is. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they don't have nearly 3,000 years of the complex history of the Jewish people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also because we've been talking up this whole, this whole episode about this sort of distinction between being Israeli and being Jewish, right? And, there's that, and because of that distinction between the two, the, the law of return has one definition— and certain streams of Judaism have a different definition for what it means to be Jewish, right? And and they're not in in sync with each other, right? So yeah, that, and figuring out how to work all that out takes takes yeah. time. And one of the nice things about living in a democracy is nobody has the monopoly on claiming they are the gatekeeper of the, that answer. We all have to figure it out together. But some people want is, the monopoly, is, and that's what <laughs> that's what this issue is. That's what a democracy yeah. is well, for. I think, I think everybody wants the monopoly. I mean, everybody wants to be thinks they're right, and they want to be the ones who get to decide. I'm not sure that's true. I disagree I don't. with that. I, think I don't. So. I'm too. I'm too much of a Jeffersonian. I, I don't that believe that I have do. enough. I don't. I don't have enough trust in my approach that I don't think it's worth. That. By the way, I'm too much of a Rav Cookian, and I don't think a Cohen Cook. Rav Cook taught that the conversation between the different approaches is what leads us all, it protects us all. That any group that has a monopoly goes to excess. It has to. But when you're in a, when you're, when different streams communicate and learn from each other, it protects you from excess and it keeps the, this isn't, and I, and I hope my words earlier weren't seen as me complaining about Haredim. It, it, it's, it's for everyone. And by the, all, it, it's certainly for all Jews, but it's even, as you're pointing out, it's for all nations. Nations have to learn to think this way. We're all in this together. I wish the other group wasn't here. Okay. 
That's productive because they're here and they're not going anywhere. And that modus vivendi is the core to a successful civilization. If you can't figure that out, that you don't get a monopoly, then you're in trouble because you don't get a monopoly by hook or by crook. So the trick is how do we work without monopolies? Correct. But I just, uh, my, my point was that everybody thinks their right is the way, right way, right? right? That's that. Otherwise you wouldn't believe in that right way. Even thinking that, even your perspective of, you know, we need of democracy and those things is, uh, correct. Correct. But there, it is, it is a sign of intelligence that you can have two competing ideas in your head at the same time and treat them as complementary rather than contradictory. Yes. I think I'm right. I do. I believe it. And I'm even going to fight for it. But that doesn't mean I think I'm so right that you don't – I recognize that you think you're right and we have to figure out a way to right. make this it's work It's how together. you deal with the other person's perspective, which, which sort of I think comes down to this, right? There's the, am I going to shut all the walls off and say you have no role here? Or am I going to say, okay, I think I'm right, but I think you also have something to bring to the conversation and, let, and let's discuss this. That's, that's what this is about. So, so I, I will only end this with a question again uh, uh, because – and I don't – I'm not trying to be difficult. Oh, look at uh, him. He quits I, his co-host, I, I and then do, he says, I'm leaving with the question. Thanks a lot, I, I do. Be, I mean, I do ultimately you know, agree with your perspective, but what if you think, what if you think the other, one perspective or uh, multiple other expect, perspectives are bringing the destruction of the Jewish people? Well, you better be damn sure. I, you know. <laughs> because because yeah, that's... That, I am saying that, that that's very how, e- If you think that casually... As like a, as an early thought, then it's invalid. If you've come to that, le- listen. I was talking about the Hasmoneans earlier. No, I don't they think fought the I, they fought I, the yeah. Hellenists because they said this is it. They've there's no other choice now. We're, we've crossed. We were yeah. they were even at the beginning being slaughtered by the Greeks rather than civil war. And they're like, but we, we have yeah. to go to civil war because we're literally getting killed off. That's very different. You know, yeah. Menachem Begin famously our our our, our national collective memory example is Menachem Begin saying, "Don't shoot back at the Altalena." Right. Well, he thought Ben-Gurion was completely right. wrong. And he thought what he was doing was evil. Yeah. But he thought division was more dangerous than that. And he sat in the opposition for 30 years. He's always my line. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good example to at least address yeah. your question, if not really answer it. It's relevant. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. To your question, I think. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No, but yeah. when you yeah. – right. it depends when you, when you make that distinctive, but, you know. Just, you have to have exhausted every okay. other possibility before you come to that conclusion. You don't pay a, an announcer. Try, to, I mean, again, not to. By the way, the dogs. By the way, if you look it up online, they're adorable. I, I'm not going to put the link in the thing because I don't want to give them more hits. But if you go on YouTube and look for that, they're very cute dogs. And I wouldn't even put. I mean, they look so cute with their little keypoed and their little tally toe. The film thing it was a little off, but but they're adorable <laughs> little doggies. <laughs> so that's that's good. That's from a dog. I guess I rate him like dogs now. <laughs> Dinner. <laughs> I don't know. All right, fellows. Back to uh, okay. our teaching gigs, Alan. I like I said, you'll still be in as a guest, yeah. Just not as close. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. Sure. So well, it has to be uh, asked, of course. He has to make the cut to be asked. That's true. That's true. You, I should say. I should That's say. Am I, am I going to be invited? I don't know. <laughs> we, we promise nothing, man. We're tough. <laughs> we have exacting standards. That's right. Uh, promise anytime, nothing. That's exactly the. Uh... <laughs> that's our. That's our uh, yeah. motto. All right. It's a weird one to sign off from. Yeah. 
But uh, thank you, gentlemen. That's the end of the episode. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.